Guilty movie pleasure fans, it feels like the first time, just like the very first time that I watched 50 First Dates, and that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. Yes! All right, all right, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans, I think I'm on. I can't hear myself, but yes, I am, I am. Hey, <clears throat> welcome everybody. We're talking about, uh, this is a little bit of a change of pace. Usually we do ridiculous uh, action movies and, and stuff like that, uh, but today we're doing 50 First Dates. I'm your host, Ben Begley, at the Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram, and with me is, okay, you've seen Amy, I'll, I'll give you her full name in a second here, but you've seen her on Box Office Breakdowns, Marvel Movie News, Screen Junkies, basically every show on the internet. If you haven't seen Amy Cassandra Martinez, then you just haven't been watching anything. <laughs> Welcome, Amy. Thanks for coming on the show. Where can they find you? Well, you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra M. And it, I am so freaking pumped to be here. This was one of your choices. Yes. Yeah. Like, so you, you, because you had, uh, we had talked about getting you on the show a while ago. Yes. And then uh, I don't know, it's just, I'm bad at planning things now that I'm a dad. And then finally, okay. Je- Jesse, it's Jesse McIntosh. He is not with us today, obviously. He's not, um, he's not the vanisher from Deadpool 2, uh-huh. in case you saw that, anyone. <laughs> Amy did, because she did. has it in her phone case. I do. Uh, yeah. So he couldn't be here today because it's his birthday. So wish Jesse some happy birthday wishes today. And instead, we got Amy here talking fifty first dates. Yeah, we're so, we're almost birthday twins. He doesn't know that though. Oh yeah, when's your birthday? Friday. There you go. Yeah. Happy birthday to Amy too. Yeah. So make sure you mm-hmm. all uh, shout out to Amy and Jesse. <laughs> Wait a couple days so you're genuine for Amy. All right? Yes. So Amy, give us a little bit for for guilty movie pleasure fans that may not venture anywhere other than this ridiculous show, meaning our 12 fans that are diehard and listen to nothing else. They're like, there's nothing else out there. Uh, Give us a little backstory. What 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 have you been up to lately? Well, you know, lately I've been doing a lot of stuff uh, here on Popcorn Talk. Marvel Movie News just joined that not too long ago, so I'm their AP, associate producer, and we just geek out hard. So and it's great. Now, it's, is that just Marvel Cinematic Universe, or do you cover every... Do you cover, like, Deadpool? Would Deadpool count, since it yes. is in association with? Yes, in association... In my, yeah, yeah, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also do box office breakdown, nice. so lots of movie talk. And then on AfterBuzz, I do Netflix picks, because I'm an avid Netflix yeah. watcher. Oh, oh so yeah. So some people, like for me, I go back and forth on binging, where okay. sometimes I love it, and then other times I hate it because of certain things like like for when Stranger Things comes out. It's not like when it, I love binging it. Yeah. And that's great because you can just get through it. But there's something awesome about like how much of an event weekly television is. Like oh, Game yeah. of Thrones, when that comes out, you're like, everybody's flipping out all at once. But when Stranger Things comes out, if you aren't free that weekend and everyone binges before you, then they have to be like, oh, just finish watching it. You know, and so I feel like there's good and bad. What's your take since you're an avid Netflixer? Here's the thing. If I truly, truly, Mm -hmm. truly love the show, I will take my time with it. Yeah. Because I am not about to binge it. I don't want it to end. Yes. And you have like a year and a half till it comes on again. Exactly. I, um, oh, one, another show I do is Marvel TV Weekly on AfterBuzz. Do you like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I do. I love it. I do. Well, that's good. I'm one of the only people, I like, 
I'm a diehard fan and have been from the beginning. I had to convince friends to get back on board after season one because you know how Whoa. season one took a while until the Winter Soldier arc. Yes. And then it was awesome. Oh my gosh, three and four. Oh my god. Oh. This season was great, but four is still my favorite with the framework. Yeah. We're getting deep I cut love- nerd here. What if the rest of the show we just talk Marvel? And That's everybody's it. like, Well, I came here for fifty first dates. <laughs> uh I have to ask you though. Yeah. Are you okay? After the finale, are you okay? Oh, God. Was, I don't want to spoil anything, but it was yeah. devastating. Yeah. It was, but when they weren't showing the name on the plaque, I was like, screw you guys. I know you are you got something up your sleeve. Yeah. And so, but I'm still not okay with, anyways, I'll spoil We'll yeah. talk after yeah. the show because oh, I'll yeah. spoil oh, yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. And, and I know you do a lot of red carpet interviews and things. Is I there do. been a celebrity that you've met that made you nervous? Because I've interviewed a <laughs> yes. few celebrities, but not like... Huge, huge, big A-listers. Uh, no offense to anyone I've, I've interviewed, but I've interviewed some people, and I've, I've been nervous a couple of times. I'm trying to think of. I got nervous. I had to interview Matt Smith, but I had to interview <gasps> him on the Marvel stage at Comic Con in front of a bunch of fans. Dude, and, and, and spoiler alert: I had never seen Doctor Who, so I had to binge a you whole. I binged me? a bunch of his episodes so I could have. Did- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some stuff to talk about. Wait, did you see the Christmas one? I did not. <gasps> That's the best one to I know, see. I know. I, I only had time to watch like six or seven. He was the nicest guy ever, okay. but I remember just beforehand being like, "Oh God, the Doctor Who fans, the the Whovians or whatever you call yourselves. Yes. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna figure me out if I say that the pen thingy, you know." So I, I at the time I like crammed yeah. like for an exam and I knew it all, but now I have since um I feel failed you failed at my duties of uh, I have a kid now. I have a 18 month old baby, so. She's a toddler now. She's not a baby anymore. But uh, yeah, that takes a lot of your TV watching time. Oh, yes. But ba- yeah. I'm sorry. Back to my no, question. Who's a celebrity that freaked you out? And then we'll get into 51st States, I promise. I just want you to get to know Amy, fans that may not have seen her 7,000 other shows. Exactly. There have been a lot, actually, that really just like, I almost crap my pants. But yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm a lady. I don't do that. J.J. Um, Abrams. Oh yeah, one of them. yeah, Ron Howard, absolutely. Um, the Rock, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, The Rock. I'd be like, you're the greatest action star <gasps> ever. Um, Viola freaking Davis. Oh yeah, I was like, she's Wait. incredible. But I feel like she <laughs> she seems like such a genuine, awesome person. She is. But she's also kind of like mythical how amazing she, she is. She is. Where you're just like, you're kind of a goddess. She showed up, not even kidding. I was like. <laughs> the, the waves parted in the uh, in the in the audience. She opened the door. It was at a small little gifting yeah. suite. She opened the door. We didn't know she was really going to be there. Oh, we yeah. were getting ready to leave, and then seriously, she opened the door. There was a light, and there was just music, and and, yeah. a, and a, two doves flew by, and then Actually, you were in a John Woo movie. Uh, no, <laughs> you haven't done a John Woo movie on here in a while. We got to do that. I had a one quick story mm-hmm. about a celebrity interaction I had. I saw Grace on Broadway. With Paul Rudd and Michael <gasps> Shannon. And, Ant-Man! Yeah, and my wife was geeking out about Paul Rudd, and I was equally, if not more, stoked about Michael Shannon. And when I met him, I was like, I started stuttering just like I couldn't speak. I was like, your monologue in uh, Take Shelter is the best acting I've seen in years. And he was like, oh, you like that? 
Thanks. And my wife was just looking at me like, what is happening to oh you? Oh, my gosh. And I just yeah. imagine Michael Shannon in his head was going, wow, somebody more socially awkward than me. Cool. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it almost, was so funny. I just like... <laughs> oh, your brain just turns to... Just I just couldn't make do. a sentence. That kind of happened to me with James Marsters. Before I started yeah. like fully, fully hosting, I saw him and I was like... Uh, Spike, right? From yes. Buffy? Oh, yeah. yes. He's also on Runaways. Um, yeah. On Hulu. Yeah. I love that yeah. show. Anyways, I guess we got uh, 44 minutes left. Why not? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut us no, off no, there. No, 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 no. But I want to talk about 51st States. Um, and if you don't know the... the if you're tuning in because Amy's on the show, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in and hope you tune in uh, for future weeks and you join our mighty Baker's Dozen of fans out there. I always say that there's between 12 and 13. The 13th <laughs> one drops off every other week. <laughs> Uh, so you had a list. You sent me a list of movies. Yes. There's some really great stuff on there. I almost wanted to do Bride of Chucky because I love that movie, but I feel like it's oh. too close to everything we always do. So I wanted to change it up because mm-hmm. we don't do romantic comedies on here uh, almost never, mm-hmm. and I should do them more. Uh, I just uh, we just don't. And so when I saw Fifty First Dates, my wife has always raved about this movie. I love The Wedding Singer, and I wanted to watch it. And so I was like, cool, let's check this out. And I will say, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about how I felt about it, and then I want to know. How you felt the first time versus the eighth time, I think you said it mm-hmm. is. Uh, when it first started off, I got nervous. Because yeah. Adam Sandler, um, as talented and funny as he is, his straight-to-Netflix stuff has started getting rougher and rougher. Where, like, I've tried to watch f- a few minutes of, like, the, the ridiculous six or whatever. Oh, I didn't even get oh. to the week of. Uh, yeah. But, like, there's a... The, 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 and to his credit, he knows... Whatever audience he makes it, they, they're like some of the most viewed movies on Netflix. So clearly, somebody likes him, and he's just having a blast with his buddies. So <laughs> I envy being able to do that, but it doesn't mean I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I love classic Adam Sandler. My favorite Adam Sandler movies we said on your Instagram live are Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer, and Punch Drunk Love are my four favorites. Billy Madison is the goofiest, most like just absurd. <laughs> Yeah. And then Happy Gilmore, somewhere in between. I'd say Wedding Singer and, and Punch Drunk Love are tied for my favorites. Okay. Because Punch Drunk Love is just an amazing film. But The Wedding Singer is like one of my favorite romantic comedies of all time. Now this one, when it started off, the Rob Schneider stuff and the Alexa, like, I am Alexa. I am, are you sure you're not a man? And I'm like, oh, goodness. Where is this? Is this going? Yeah. You can sense the hints of Adam Sandler's career trajectory to Jack and Jill. Yeah. Which I don't know if Jack and Jill was before or after this. For sure after. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then the lo- once the love story with him and Drew Barrymore kick in, kicks in, it's really cute and sweet and funny. And they take something that could be a really stupid, borderline offensive topic like mental illness or, or memory loss or something mm-hmm. like that or, or you know somebody who was in a tragedy. And they make it charming and sweet and fun. And I really loved the movie by the end of it. It won me over. I was sitting there like, ah. I don't know if it's just the dad in me that now I'm a softie, but I really enjoyed it. So that's my take on it. But what, how, when, do you saw it in theaters when it first came out? Or? You know, I don't remember. It was 2004. Yeah. I don't think I did. I don't think it was in theaters. I have this thing that I love to watch rom coms all the mm-hmm. time. Uh, but mostly Saturday mornings, yeah. Saturday during the day, especially when I was younger, when yeah. I didn't have, you know, a social life. Uh, no. Uh, and so this was one of those that I think I just found just on TV. Mm-hmm. And if not, just found it at Redbox or something. It was way after it came out. And the first time I thought it was really cute. Yeah. 
there are yeah those moments where you're kind of like wait no no and you're just digging <laughs> your heels please <laughs> no 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 uh, and uh, then Rob Schneider you're quite your your character's <gasps> so questionably borderline potentially kind of racist yes. oh but it's funny in parts I don't know how uh, I feel about this <laughs> I yeah and I have always really loved Drew Barrymore yeah. I mean she's adorable God. and her emotional range in this movie is great oh I know versus I know. Adam Sandler's <laughs> which yes is fake crying. <sighs> uh, yeah, and then this time around, I just, I really treasured it yeah. much more. Did, what, uh, tell them what you wrote on there. You started writing notes, and then what did you say? <laughs> well, yeah, I wrote like three little bullet points of notes, and then I just stopped, and I just wrote, I love this movie. <laughs> I love it's it. It's like I can't. See, that's I'm great. I'm going to sit and watch now, it. Now, yeah. what is it that, because... I want to know what draw, uh, what draws you to romantic comedies as like your guilty movie pleasure because some yeah. of them are amazing and some of them are a little bit more guilty. Yeah. Uh, this one's somewhere in between, I think. Uh, the romantic mm-hmm. part's great. The some of the comedy is a little guiltier, like the yeah. laughing penguin and the sexual oh! jokes with the walrus. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Do, I do love the walrus though. The walrus is great. I love the the high, high, the high five. Well, yeah, the high fives. Not the weird hint at a walrus orgy at the end is a little oh strange gosh. to end on. Where you're like, oh, that's a sweet ending. And then, oh, oh. What? But they are kissing and it's cute. It's, yeah. Still an, Love is love. Yeah, love is love. And uh, it becomes an episode of uh, Animal Kingdom porn at the end there almost. <laughs> um, but for me, like, I love watching, I rewatch Marvel movies or I rewatch, like, classic 80s ridiculous action movies. Because, like, I would love to be in an action movie. I would love to be, like, the sarcastic, wisecracking guy. I need to get much more muscles and flexibility for that <laughs> or just have a really good stuntman. But that's, like, why I love action films. What, what draws you to rom-coms, good and bad? I... Or do you only like the ones that are a little bit more upper echelon? Well, okay, when people suggest to me rom-coms, I'm like, wait, there are different mm-hmm. uh, categories of rom-coms, and... I appreciate people that enjoy all kinds, but I don't. Um, okay. I I love Tom Hanks, and I love 90s rom-coms where they have a brown tint mm-hmm. to them, mm-hmm. and they all kind of start to look the same, because I grew up with those. Yeah. So, like, listening to Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, and the, the score, or mm-hmm. kind of, of these films. Like, What's your favorite Tom Hanks rom-com? You've Got Mail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've Got Mail, then uh, Sleep is in Seattle. You know, You've Got Mail is based on a... Uh, Shop Around the Corner. Yeah, which they made a musical called She Loves Me. And yeah. I played the best friend character in it. His name was Ladislav Sipos in the in the musical. Oh, my god! Senior gosh. of high school. And he has this whole song about, Where's my pride? Swallowed down below, deep inside, where it doesn't show. And it's all about how, like, just swallow your pride and just submit to life. And it's, That's weird. <laughs> the character is super depressing. <laughs> but he's hilarious. He's hilariously depressing. I always played old people, like, oh. they had, like, old age makeup in every play in oh. high school. Because I was the only one who could grow a beard, so. Oh, good was, for you. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Good for me. Show them. I made up for my lack of sports skills with a manly facial hair <laughs> and old man makeup. But you've got mail, okay. <laughs> yes. And so what is your cutoff? Like, what is, like, uh, I don't like that. Uh, is there something recently, like, Valentine's Day, for instance? Is that a one you'd watch? Or? Valentine's Day was fine. He's just not that into you is better. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve sucked. Yeah, sucked I didn't see it, so but it looked bad. awful. Don't worry, you don't, you don't need but to. But, like, Love Actually Love Actually is, is still, yeah. Haters I gonna hate, that. I understand, but it's, I don't. I don't understand, it's so good. It is I so know, good. I know people say it's, like, too whatever, but or too schmaltzy, but... 
There then they have the Alan Rickman sense. story in there that's oh. heartbreaking, and so I feel like, and or Laura Linney's story. So I feel like they have enough oh. real sadness. Yeah. The well, Honest Trailers of Love Actually is really funny. Have you seen it? I have. It's it. super funny. It's dead on, but I still love the movie. There's there's another one that I I, I have a special attachment to, mm-hmm. so I'm always like when people ask me the top five or whatever, one fine day. Okay. Have you I, seen? I didn't see it. It's George so, Clooney. Yeah. Doesn't it end super sad? No. Oh no, I'm thinking of the one with uh Up in the No, I'm no, thinking of one it. where he's like a, oh, it's with Anne Hache and somebody else and it's like he's a war journalist. Oh no, no war in this one. I don't know what that Oh, one fine day is George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes it is. She and has, Mae Whitman and Alex D. Lynx, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. So fun little story. Won't uh-huh. take long. No. I used to have a pain in the bottom of my foot because I had flat feet. Mm-hmm. So growing up, like I would just wake up in the middle of the night and my mom would have to like put icy hot on and just it was this whole thing. Yeah. And I swear to you, every single time I woke up in the middle of the night, one fine one day. One fine was day on. was on. So that's the movie that I watch when I'm feeling down, when yeah. I'm sick. So it's home. I'm trying what is what? my home? I love stories. Star Wars. Yeah, or, which uh, one? I think I would go with, like, if I wanted to find my happy place, it'd have to be, uh, even though Return of the Jedi isn't the best one, mm-hmm. I think that's the happiest one for me, where as I'm like, As long as you yeah. don't say the prequels, then we'll oh, be Oh, God, fine. no. I, can't, I tried to rewatch those after Force Awakens, and I was like, oh, these are so bad. <laughs> I really love Force Awakens, though. I thought that yeah. was great. Um, but yeah, I, I think my happy place is, like, I go back and watch Marvel movies over and over again, but if it's, like, a, a childhood classic... Roger Rabbit is really good. Aww. Dick Tracy, I love. Um, I really love. It's one of the worst movies ever made, but I love the Garbage Pail Kids movie. It's one of the most terrible films ever made, but it makes me laugh so hard. Sounds it's like so... garbage. It is garbage. Ah, hey, garbage. you know what? We should talk about Fifty First Dates, I guess, because we got Maybe. thirty-four minutes, and that's what we're here <laughs> for. And I'm also going to announce the winner of the MX Four D tickets contest to see Solo this weekend at the end of the show. So you got to listen to the whole thing. That's what I do. I like to build the suspense. <laughs> All right, so let's. Uh, we're going to do the plot in under three minutes. I don't know if you were prepared for that, but you're going to be now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we do is we go back and forth and and just bounce the plot back and forth and, and try and get it all in under three minutes. It's going to be difficult since this movie kind of repeats itself a lot. Uh, that's the point of it. Are we ready in the booth, Steve? Yes, sir. Or did we lull you into submission without uh, talking about the movie yet? No, I am still awake. <laughs> Yay! All right, Rob Schneider, thank you. Still awake. <laughs> you can do it! <laughs> that's what it sounded like from Waterboy. All right, okay. All right, guys, here we go in four, three, two, I'll one. So we start off, and Adam Sandler is this Lothario, and there's this montage of all these women like Henry Roth. He's the man. Oh, my God. My night with him was so passionate. It was amazing. And then he tells the the nympho from Ohio, I got to go. I'm a spy. And it's the worst spy lingo ever. Then he goes, and we meet Rob Schneider. He's been bit by a shark. We meet his kids, who always have a video camera that then ties in later. And then uh, they there's uh, he meets Lucy. Oh, no, there's Alexa, who uh, gets barfed on by a, a walrus. And then he meets Lucy at the, at the restaurant at the Hawaiian restaurant and yeah. yes so this is Lucy. tattoo face tattoo face there's yeah tattoo face and then the other lady that works at the restaurant too mm-hmm. and so she Drew Barrymore is uh, trying to build a little waffle house thing yeah. he approaches her bam oh look so sweet it's nice and he, um, takes he fixes her the door fixes the door with yeah. a little toothpick and now it works and they have a little cute meat and they talk about fishy fingers and fishy she's fing- like I love that smell because my dad and brother go fishing yes, yes. yeah and then they they 
they go. He goes. She they, goes to the car. Yeah, they go to the car and they do a little fun dance, and then they they both catch each other, and it's embarrassing. And then he he goes and he tells uh, he he goes on a date, and he's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be with you. You know, I'm don't want to be dragged down by women. Yes, in yes, the yes. town. Yeah, yeah. And so then he he goes back there to see her again, and the owner is like, hey, or no, does the owner tell him that yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes and sits down, and she doesn't remember him at all, and he brings up a walrus fishy fingers thing that creeps her out. Uh, and then we find out that her father her father printed hundreds of the pa- newspaper and she keeps reliving the same day after her accident over and over and over again. Uh, and then, oh my God. So he's having to, the dad tells, cries to oh get yeah. her, to win her over. Multiple times. He tries different ways yeah. of trying to win her over. Sometimes yeah. succeeds, sometimes doesn't, which is really trippy because sometimes he does the same thing and it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's like, whoa. Then the, the dad is like, hey, no, stay away from her. And yeah. he's like, what? And so he finds a way around it so that he doesn't have to meet her at the, at the hooky lounge. <laughs> that and, montage is great. And, it figures out like 400 <laughs> different ways to stop her, uh, from uh, her course from her house to the restaurant. And then, uh, uh, eventually, um, there's uh, she gets a parking ticket and flips out, oh, and that's yes. when they show her the news, they show her the accident, and all that stuff, and then he starts thinking, oh, instead of tra- traumatizing her every time, why don't we show her a videotape of everything up until the day before, and then she, that starts working. They start having this cute like date. They keep kissing for the first time over and over again, and then they eventually have sex with dolphins watching and potentially Rob Schneider watching. And let's finish it up. Yeah, but, why not? And so, and then, but then she decides, hey, no, like I'm going to drag you down. This yeah. is not a good idea. Then they separate, and then he's going to go on this Alaska trip, but mm-hmm. then she, he changes his mind, and he's like, oh, because the, 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 dad, the dad gives him a Beach Boys soundtrack yeah. thing, and then he goes back, and he's like, hey, and then she's been dreaming about him, and so then they end up together, and oh my god, this is stressful. Um, and then they have and, a kid. And then they have like a kid, and, and then she watches a video every single morning, so yeah. then she knows who she is. Oh, look at that! We didn't even need those last five seconds. Law and order. That's really. Doom, doom. It's yeah. It makes your mind melt. Yeah. I threw, that's what we call throwing your your guest co-host under the bus when I go. You take it. <laughs> I was like, all oh, right, and Amy, go ahead. It's like seeing James Marsters all over again. Hey guys, I just got together. This show just got in the same league as James Marsters. Hey, not me. The show. So yeah, I let's start talking about some of the great and ridiculous moments of this movie. I would say the beginning, what was the hardest buy-in for me was that all these women of, <laughs> of, like model quality and the the mo- <laughs> the like woman in like her fifties in the car, oh, yeah, and just like, you know, I'm not trying to say that Adam Sandler isn't attractive, but I don't know if I buy into him as this, uh, you know, this lady killer like. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds is what this movie sounds like it was written for in the beginning. Yeah. But, yeah. But then his scene with uh, the, what he later calls the nympho from Ohio, uh, he has the his lie to her is that he's a he's a spy. Mm-hmm. And I love the spy lingo. Can we play clip number one? Oh, can I call you when I land? You can call me, but I'll be in Peru. Oh, I said that a little loud. Come on, that's a 187. Cold blue, we got the wolf sleeping at night. He's slipping his right arm in the drawer, and out comes the cookie jar. All clear. <laughs> Cling, bling, walla, walla, bing, bang. Got it? Walla, walla, bing, bang. So already from the start, you, you realize you uh, you can suspend your disbelief. Because any woman who buys into cling, clang, walla, walla, bing, bang, the wolf is sneaking his right arm out and out comes the cookie jar. <laughs> I hope some of that is real spy code or it all is. of it. Well, actually, we're not allowed to say. Okay. Yeah, because, we'll, you know, it is actually. No idea what you guys are talking about. No? Okay, good, good. 
I can't give up my government government clearance. Uh, <laughs> this whole guilty movie pleasures is all just a charade. I don't know if you knew that. It is a giant charade. I like pronouncing words incorrectly. Uh, when Rob Schneider's first introduced, I was very confused what his accent was. Oh, gosh. He's not. He's one of the worst parts of the film. He's rough. He has, oddly enough, I pulled a ton of lines of his, um, for better or worse. But I, I, do, I do appreciate that Adam Sandler and, like, the Judd Apatos of the world... Because that's a goal of mine eventually is to, you know, I've made movies with friends before, a lot of them unpaid, uh, one paid so far, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> four years ago or whatever. But anyways, um, the, the thing I, I always find interesting is that they bring back their buddies, you know, mm-hmm. even his friends that were in Grandma's Boy, who in this one plays 10 Second Tom and, uh, yes. and the nurse orderly in the front who has the super tan. He's a good buddy of his that's always in every Adam Sandler movie. So I think that's cool that even if he throws his buddy, it's, you know, like Kevin Smith did the same thing. I think it's fun. Now, does Rob Schneider need such a huge supporting role? Not that Rob Schneider isn't funny. He's actually really funny, and I loved his early 90s sitcom, Men Behaving Badly, but he's just not that funny in this movie. It just feels like a different tone. I've seen him live, like, do his stand-up, and I was a fan of his... Then, He's super funny. But that role is so freaking offensive. It's like, really... Yeah. It's so not okay. And I think that's why people just need to kind of pretend that the, the first uh, 15 minutes yeah. of the movie don't really happen. Uh, and yeah. just, just, like, ignore it. Because the Alexa <laughs> stuff is really rough, too. Oh. All the kind of, like, borderline, like, are you a man or a woman jokes. Oh, and, like, yes. all the stuff like, I am, I am Alexa. I just, I am the Russian stereotype. Look at me. And I was just kind of like, ah, this... That and uh, and Rob Schneider's character Ula just seem like two separate. Ula, like yeah. they're both characters from another movie. Yes, because once the love story kicks in, there's less of that really kind of toilet humor, ridiculous stuff. Right. All we get is Sean Astin and his yeah. list. <laughs> See, I would rather them get rid of Alexa and Ula and just have Sean Astin be the most ridiculous character in the movie. <laughs> like he yes. gets with it. I love that he's so obsessed with his muscles. And when he makes his pecs bounce, I just want to talk like this for the rest of the movie. I, I honestly, I really want to try to. Good, good old I don't, Rudy. I don't, I don't know. He can. To, it's just, how, he just does like a... Th- I'm purposely just, not yeah. saying words, words with the net. With, with, with a, an S. With an S. Oh. Oh, see? That's see, hard. Because... See, it's very difficult if you... Sometimes <laughs> you just have to figure it out. So anyways, the next sound clip is from Rob Snyder's Ula. Uh, talking to Adam Sandler. <laughs> Henry Roth, by the way. His name is Henry. Henry Roth. A... Daddy, what's a nympho? Oh, the nympho is the state bird of Ohio. Oh. Fact check. Uh, I'm from Ohio. That is not the state oh. bird. <laughs> I can't remember what the state bird is. Is it a cardinal? Steve, will you look it up so if anybody from Ohio is watching, they don't shame me? State bird in Ohio. Got it. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing. It's just making you look up random facts that have nothing to do. <laughs> I mean, it loosely has something to do with the show. Yeah. So, yeah, Ula is kind of a skis bucket. He uh, yeah. he has five kids and a wife that he bags on the entire movie in front of his kids. And we only see her once. And he, that, I got, I pulled that sound clip. That might be the most problematic scene of the movie. <laughs> it's just his characters. Ooh, it feels like a relic of the 90s in a 2000s movie. Is what it is. Yeah. Hey, 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 yes. guys, guys. Cardinal, I was right. Hey! Yeah. Did I say that out loud or did I just think you it said in my it brain? out loud? Okay, good. You said okay. It out Sometimes loud. I can't remember what I do. Same. Good job, Ben's brain. <laughs> good job, Ben's brain. 
Um, the whole Alexa getting barfed on scene is super oh, gross. Oh, and all that just because she ate his roast beef sandwich? I mean, that's... That's extreme punishment. I mean, it reminds me of that one episode in Friends when Ross's sandwich gets eaten by uh-huh. someone, and he's like, no, and but way more passionate about it. That's yeah. what you get. Well, I mean, just label... Did he? The thing is, did, did he, he label, label it? it? And if he did, and if this is a recurring thing, then maybe. But here's the thing. If it's not yours, don't eat it. There you go. Or else the walrus is going to vomit <laughs> Listen all over to, you. That's the lesson today. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. That is the lesson welcome. of the day. You'll get a walrus to vomit on you yes. if you eat someone else's roast beef. Or anything. Just leave it alone. We leave it alone. I don't. I'm not near communal fridges that often, yeah. except here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's only filled with condiments and soda. Same. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say same, but I'm not. There's nothing here. No. There's nothing. It's just. <laughs> it's like mayonnaise, ketchup, and soda. I'm like, lots All right. of soda. Yeah. I just grab the water from that. Side. Byo things that require condiments here at Popcorn Talk. <laughs> uh, so then we have. Um, see, I, once he meets Lucy. No. Oh. And. The way he the way he bonds with Lucy though at first about uh I've never tried this with from a female perspective. Um he bonds with her over his fishy hands and how walrus penises have the second largest penis, maybe hinting that his is larger. Mm-hmm. And definitely hinting his is larger. <laughs> just I don't know, maybe uh, I'm just post It's no. Yeah, just weird, right? It's weird. I don't <laughs> It's a strange way to pick her up and it somehow yeah. works it's like it's never okay to smell someone's fingers yeah like even if you know them it's just gross like ugh. <laughs> it's, no it's, you just don't do it and it, yeah I, even if i cut up like garlic and i'm like <laughs> oh hey honey and she's like even then it's like why would i do that it doesn't so it's a strange meeting it is. so right then i'm still not fully in yet i'm not in until i tell you when i got one over was i think um a little later on, the montage where he stops her at the traffic stop all the time, that's when the movie really kicked in and won me over. But we have a few things to talk about before then. Because there's the golfing moment where they do the nod to Happy Gilmore. Madison. And happy Madison. Mm-hmm. Happy Happy Gilmore. No. Happy Madison is the Madison. Happy Madison is the production Exactly. Company. That's what they do it to. But Happy Gilmore is the, the thing. is the movie that they're doing the reference to. But that's his, his thing. His yeah. production. But it's the same. Yeah, because isn't Happy Madison the combination of Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both agreeing on something, but don't know we are. We're both like, yeah, what you're saying is yeah, correct. It is a reference. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. Anyway, so yes. So, so Rob Schneider's is bad at everything, but his kids are good at everything. I think we're agreeing. Yeah. 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 yeah we're going to just say we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, can we play clip number three? You kids suck. You're good at everything. That's how I know it sounds bad, but uh, the people ask me if if I'm going to get my daughter into acting. And after Jacob Tremblay <gasps> won, or was nominated for Room and I found out his parents are out of work actors, uh, I, I was like, ah, my fear is my daughter will like get nominated or just in a movie before me. That's good. And not that. Okay, yeah, that's good, and I and I'll just be you know a stage dad on the side, being like, "You kids suck. You're good at everything." <laughs> and that, this this just seems like a very you know hostile environment for my daughter Daisy, and she doesn't. She's such a Daisy. flowery name. She doesn't deserve that oh, that animosity so towards her. Wait, did you name her Daisy after Agents of Shield? No. Okay. But my wife, I was trying to get nerd names in there for boy or girl. And then we landed on Daisy, and I instantly, in the back of my mind, was like, Agent Daisy Johnson and Daisy Ridley as Ray. Yeah! So I buy every toy I can find of both of them. 
That's so sweet. Because I'm a nerd. But no, if my daughter wins an Academy Award before me, I will be very happy for her. Very happy. I feel like you're going to have to go into therapy. <sighs> have to go. <laughs> it's oh. tomorrow. <laughs> it's right after this. Stephen Lemieux, the producer, is my therapist. I'm oh, kidding. that's good. <laughs> That'd be really strange. His office hours, I just go in there and cry like Adam Sandler. <laughs> Can you see it on camera? Can you see the water I just put in my no, eyes? No, put more. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. I'm going to leave it here the whole show. There we go, Ben. Yeah, I see them now. Okay. Oh, this movie gets me emotional. Um, <laughs> so uh, Adam Sandler, Henry turns down the drunk girl, and then he goes back. Okay, I'm not emotional anymore. He goes back to, to Lucy. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, the first time using fishy fingers is weird enough. But to be like, hey... Amy, I know we bonded over this kind of lewd joke the first time. I'm going to double down on it and then some. Yeah. Can we play clip number four? My fingers are extra fishy today if you care to take a whiff. Uh, what was that? I was petting my walrus all morning and I was thinking about you the whole time. <laughs> okay, pervert, I think that you should leave. See, that moment's <laughs> really funny in the movie, but practical, for a practical pickup line, it's it's... It's horrifying. <laughs> a, a girl would slap you. Yeah. For sure. She reacts very calm to it. I know. It's like, okay, pervert. But it's Lucy. It she's, so she's so sweet. sweet. Drew Barrymore. So I always think of her in Wedding Singer when she's singing 99 Red Balloons Aww. and how cute she is in that movie. I just love the 80s style of that movie, too. I, I love that she just she doesn't want to be called Julia Gulia. She's just like, no. Julia Gulia? <laughs> I love that movie so much. Let me just talk about weddings here for the next 19 minutes and 18 seconds. Uh, Okay, so we find out she lost her short-term memory. Then we're introduced to Sean Astin, who uses every piece of furniture and appliance in the house to work out on, Mm -hmm. including the stove, a chandelier, which he breaks. Um, And, you know, he has has a little roid rage. So this movie is a cautionary tale. That is what rage. this movie is, actually. Roid rage and um, bad fishy finger pickup lines. That's what this movie... That's really the the, cru- the crux. Yeah, the crux the of crux. it. Not, Not the, the crust. Horcrux. Not the what? Horcrux. Horcru- What's a horcrux? Harry Potter. Oh. Oh, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. something that's going to really make people mad. No. I've only seen the first four Harry Potters and then Fantastic Beasts. I missed the last four. I don't know how. I don't know how. I was in college. We were doing plays, and I missed like two of them, and then I was like, ah, oh, crap. I own uh, all of them. My I just mouth has them. dropped. I know. I'm a bad person. I wish you could zoom in. Dun, 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 but you'd have to run in here, have someone else cue it, and it's just I'll too do complicated. It. No, there, there we go. <laughs> so Doug is hilarious, and we they set up the day where uh, where they give her a gift, and it's it's or no he get it's his her dad's it's, birthday. Oh yeah, we didn't say that in the three minutes. That's oh how dare we? Gosh, I'm sorry, guys, we failed. And you. what movie do they show him? What movie do they show every time? It's The Sixth Sense. They have to pretend they don't know That's the ending awful. every time. When she says, "Oh, we should watch it tonight." <laughs> You can just yeah. see them like, oh. And that's when it hits yeah. you. You have to, it's the Groundhog's Day yeah. version. Yeah. yeah. And you just have to watch it over and over yeah. again. And That's yeah. actually where the movie kicked. I, I lied. When I found out the lengths that the dad and brother go to make her life normal, that's when I was like, oh, this is adorable. The painting. Yeah, that was so sweet. Oh. She paints the same thing every day, right? Well, I don't know about that, or but it, they have to paint Yeah, they have to paint over it. Like, wipe yeah. the slate clean in yeah. a way. Look at that. It's a literal metaphor. 
I guess it's literally something they do. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the thing that I've uh, the Sixth Sense, I've seen it twice and then never again because it's a movie where like. You, you watch it once and you're like, oh my God, what? And then you watch it again to be like, oh, you tricky devil. And then you're like, cool. Done. But I can't imagine watching it like a hundred plus times because it's been a year. So 365 times. Oh my God. Any movie. And actually a little bit more than a year. Oh my God. So let's say, let's say just for uh, 426 times. Just yeah. for a number. I don't think I could watch any movie 426 times. Even my favorite movie of all time, 426 times. Well, and the thing is that you have to restrain yourself from also quoting along. Yeah. Because she can't know. At a certain moment, know. wouldn't you just be like, I see dead people, I'm dead. Or, you would, you would start uh, to would lose it. Especially on VHS. On a oh. tube television. I did like Rewind that it was it. clearly from Blockbuster because I remember the previously viewed stickers, the nine ninety nine previously viewed oh, red sticker. And I was like, oh, Blockbuster video. I right. you, Blockbuster. <laughs> this whole episode is just going to be us going, hmm, Blockbuster. That's Hollywood what this movie video. does to us. Yep. Yep. Oh, Hollywood video had a lifetime warranty when you'd buy their used products. wonder how that's working out. It's gone now. <laughs> Could you imagine if I tried to just like call corporate if they did exist and be like, I have a VHS tape. Of Halloween 4, I'd like to return. It finally wore out. I'm going to try that. I'm going to track Do it down. It. They don't exist. Uh, here's, so Rob Schneider and, and Adam Sandler are talking, and, and Rob Schneider, uh, a.k.a. Ula, is trying to convince him that, that uh, Lucy's the perfect girl because Rob Schneider's a skis ball, and he's like, you could like have sex with her, and then she forgets about it, and that was even a more offensive accent than it's his. Like, but, you know. Well, one night stand every single night. Yeah. She wouldn't remember. Yeah. And that's what, that's what, what was keeping. Did, yeah. And that's what the dad doesn't want. That's why the dad's oh, like, yes, screw yes, you, buddy. Yes. Because if I was, if if I had a daughter that had that that uh, goldfish syndrome or whatever it's called, Goldenberg, gold. Golden. I like goldfish. Though. I like goldfish. I like goldfish. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna keep that. Can we play clip number five? See, I'm not sure about the poofing part because I'm not a very good poofer. Could you demonstrate a good poof for me? You know. Um, I uh, I had a magician for a birthday party once when I was a kid, and um, he said he was going to make this rabbit disappear, oh, and no. it was going to make a poofing sound. And all of us, because we were little kids and we thought poof meant fart, we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and so before he could even do the ju- before he could even do the trick, we all just started goofing on him. And I was like, "See, I'm not sure about the poofing part because I'm not a very good poofer. Could you demonstrate a good poof for me?" And we just kept doing it, and we kept saying poof, 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 and eventually he ran away crying. And I feel really bad. Oh, I hope he's okay now. Yeah, I should write him a note like Billy Madison did. He could be sitting somewhere like Steve Buscemi putting on lipstick and writing a list of people he hates. You could be on that list. I could be on that list. That, that's one of my favorite parts of Billy Madison, <laughs> where he crosses Billy Madison off the, lip, or off the list and then puts the lipstick on and sits back. You're like, that's such a weird, weird moment. That? I don't know, but oh, it's so funny. Steve Buscemi's the best. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie's just reminding me of every Adam Sandler movie ever, which is a good thing. Yeah. So, um, God, there's, there's all kinds of stuff happens. Uh, Lucy's dad tells Henry to stay away and then he does the whole montage where he stops her uh, there's what does he do he does like a roadblock the roadblock um, the one where he's tied up <laughs> yeah. that's the one where the dad sees him yeah and the Ula one where uh, he, they're Ula's, getting in a fight and then she beats the hell out of him with a baseball bat which is amazing she's a rock star in that yeah. I'm like yeah. okay point taken yeah you have to carry a huge baseball bat a metal everywhere. one too because Met- you hear a metal kink, yeah kink, kink, every time but there's a part where he this part freaked me out because he puts the penguin out there in peril <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> and she dr- yes. she drops a cd and i'm like oh no is this movie gonna kill a penguin you well, know 
quick little spoiler thing. doesn't. Quick little thing that's just like in just like heaven. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon is driving and then she kind of just like goes because she's dropped a CD uh-huh. and then she puts it back. But Does she, she die? She does die. Spoiler. Because isn't she like she's an, an angel? She's an angel and Mark Ruffalo's in it. Is he an angel or is he alive he's a, still? He's a real. So is it like, like the alive. reverse of Ghost or like City of Angels, but the romantic comedy version? I think so. I haven't. Seen I haven't City seen of any Angel. of those three. Movies. Okay, I've seen Ghost. I didn't see. Ghost. You've never seen Ghost. No. Oh my god. I know. I feel like it's just gonna make me cry my face off. Oh yeah. Um, and especially since Patrick Swayze is gone in real oh, life, it's just gosh, gonna kill me more. I, know. I can't handle sad stuff. I don't like. You're that's... getting teary eyed. Look, okay. no, it's just an eyelash flipped in my eye. Sure. All right, it's just an eyelash. <laughs> it's just an eyelash, everybody. That's all it is. <laughs> I just want to make pottery with someone. Oh, I'm gonna oh, go to a color me mine after this. Oh, my. <laughs> all by myself. That's the wrong song. Oh. I don't know, but no, uh, but no. I do find that I can't watch um, like the Notebook. This movie is like a romantic comedy version of the last ten minutes of the Notebook. Oh, stop! <laughs> See, this is where I just ruined this movie for stop. everyone. No, right? It is kind of where like she can't. But that's the thing. Like I remember my wife was was bugging me to watch the Notebook because it was one of her. If someone's just tuning in, they're like, "Why is he sweating <laughs> under his eyeballs?" Uh, so it was a joke. Don't worry, it was hilarious. So uh, I remember she kept bugging me to watch it, and I finally watched it, and she was like, isn't it beautiful? And I'm, like, sobbing at the end. I'm like, that was terrible. It's like, I hate this movie. They have all this time apart. He wrote to her every day, and then she doesn't even remember them, and they both die together? This is all... I was so devastated by the movie. But they die together, isn't that I don't care, but she didn't remember them, so it doesn't matter to me, and I just... I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like movies that are sad. I don't like watching movies where I wait the whole movie for them to get together. And then they friggin' die, or one of them dies. That's the worst. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the worst. Like, when they do, like, a twist there just to be like, ha-ha. <laughs> you thought. Screw you. Stay on target. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, yeah, we got a lot to cover. <laughs> so, anyways, the Penguin moment. Uh, can we play clip number six? <laughs> okay, that didn't work. Shit your pants? So did I. That's he has a, a little tidy uh, shirt on. When you, met, when you met James Marsders and you tried to talk to him and then he you, you froze... And he walked away. I think you turned to your friend and said, Thank you. You play that again? Okay, that didn't work. Shit your pants? So did I. That was actually, yeah, someone recorded that. And your friend was a, a made penguin noise. That was like your code. Yes. Bird calls. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, see? There we go. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay, so then we, uh, she gets a parking ticket. That That's when she freaks out. And I also figured out two things, that this is like the, Romantic comedy version of the last 10 minutes of The Notebook. And it's also kind of like a rom-com version of Memento. Once he starts making a tape for her and like oh. her journal, because he has his photographs in it. I'll stay on target. Don't worry. I'm not going to talk about Memento for seven minutes. Um, <laughs> but then Henry, when they, when they go to the doctor and Dan Aykroyd's introduced as the doctor, which is awesome because yeah. I love Dan Aykroyd. Uh, then we have the clip, Steroids and Wet Dreams. Can we play clip number seven? Um, listen, doctor, this friend of mine's been experimenting a little with steroids and uh he's been having a lot of wet dreams could there be a connection between those two douglas get off the juice and as far as the nocturnal emissions why don't you take a swim buy a shirt with no holes in it find a beautiful vahine and take her to dinner tell my friend you said so <laughs> tell my friend you said so <laughs> that's the best part of it <laughs> shirt with no holes in it I love that he's still committed to the lie that like yes even after he calls him out completely with his shirts with holes in it, which I love that there was a health code issue of wearing a shirt like because the doctor was like you have to wear a shirt in here and then he puts on a sleeveless shirt with a mesh giant holes in it. 
Which anytime I go to the gym and someone's wearing something like that, I'm like, you might as well. That that's not that's not a shirt. I actually have a little jacket like that, a little sweatshirt like that, but I wear it on top of others. Obviously, obviously. I mean, otherwise, otherwise that'd be problematic. Yes, um, it would. But yeah, so Doug continues to make me laugh in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then, what do you think of Ten Second Tom? Oh, <laughs> so bad for him. It. It would prove to be an issue, but it, it, there's a lot of questions with that, though, because if mm-hmm. he moves, he's like, oh, I guess I'm in a new space. Oh, hi, my name's Tom. So what about when he's going to the bathroom? Yeah. If he's doing, if he's eating, he's like, oh, I guess the meeting. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess I'm eating. I feel like the practical nature of, like, someone would have to be around him 24 hours a day, right? Because otherwise yeah. he would forget everything. He just would be not eating and peeing on himself all day, right? Yes. And is it possible to have a 10-second... Steve, look at... I'm just kidding. Don't look it up. I'll look it up afterwards. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to stay on target. 10-second Tom. Poor 10-second Tom. Hi. But that's a funny... And even though Hi. you know it's going to keep happening, it works. It's it's a funny little moment it's there. It's nice. It's nice. It's Ten nice. Second Tom. This whole time we're just... This movie's adorable. No. This, this episode of Guilty Movie Pleasures was brought to you by Adorable. <laughs> Hashtag adorable. Um, let's see. Let's see. There's a ton of montages in this movie, but I don't mind it. Usually after a while, I'm like, all right, all right, but this, you need it because I never actually kept count if there were 50 dates he went on. It <gasps> felt like oh, me neither. 400, but. Oh, oh, it felt like there were lot. more than 50. More than 50. I think so. I think they showed us more than 50. Yes. Um, the montage he cuts together is really sweet until Ula comes in and ruins it in the bed. Ew. No, no, he, no. Long story short, he's has a coconut bra and starts licking the nipple of the bra and you're like oh ula and it's like so this moment where lucy's like ha, ha, ha. that's how cool lucy is she'll go along with your perverted friend and just think it's adorable oh man everybody has that friend every, i feel like every until you get older and you kind of shed some of your you're like bye <laughs> the older you get you start shedding the friends that you're like you can't come around my kid dude you're not no nope i feel like you're speaking from personal experience nope <laughs> i am i am uh they know who they are or maybe no they probably don't that's the, that's actually the problem they don't know uh there's the kissing montage which is really cute where they have the first oh, kiss over and over and over nothing again nothing beats a first kiss you know? oh. and even though it's uh it's a uh, henry's 700th kiss it's adorable yeah. i love jocko the walrus in this movie by the way i think Jocko's hilarious uh i want to pet walrus after this movie oh i want a the penguin i don't know what the penguin's penguin. adorable too i think it's way more portable we could have we could have shared custody we could each chip in and buy both Okay. And then just keep the walrus here at the... Steve, we can keep the walrus at the studio, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. We put just in the, the back kitchen. area. Oh, uh, yeah, we got plenty of room in the back. There's a keg back there. We can just put a pool in there for him or something. Oh, I was going to say, Jocko would be super, super excited. Super into the keg? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's... <laughs> is it? What's in the keg back there, Steve? Do you know what kind of beer? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Just kidding. We don't have a keg back there. I mean, maybe we're not supposed to. We don't. It's a keg of water. We do not. With water. It's it's to fill the kiddie pool. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's a keg of distilled water so that there's no um, bad things in the... Moving on. Can we play (laughs) clip number eight? This is where uh, they visit after after Lucy... has uh, after Lucy beats up Adam Sandler after they wake up after a night of having making love and oh, it's really yes. romantic and then she beats the hell out of him. The Beach Boys. Oh wait, no, no, sorry, sorry. What did I say? What clip did I say? Eight. Oh, I lied. I lied. It's the uh, it's the mother oh. clip, whatever that one is. Yeah. Sorry. 
Uh, oh, you mean, uh, you mean, uh, uh, oh. The mother clip. Is there a mother clip? Yeah, 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 no, yeah hey. Sometimes I there wish my wife had Goldfield syndrome. That way she wouldn't remember last night when I called her mother a loud, obnoxious drunk with a face like J. Edgar Hoover's ass. <laughs> well, that's a loaded thing to say. <laughs> that's a, there's so much to unpack there. Can we just play it one more time? Sometimes I wish my wife had Goldfield syndrome. Goldfields. That way she wouldn't remember last night when I called her mother a loud, obnoxious drunk with a face like J. Edgar Hoover's ass. <laughs> that had to be improv. They just like, like let him go, and then he did a bunch of different versions, and they're I, like, "Yeah, okay. you know what? One's gonna make the cut, the J. Edgar Hoover's ass one." Begs the question: When did he see J. Edgar Hoover's ass? I, I mean, mean, did J. Edgar Hoover was he known for having like a like a Donald Trump kind of like dumpy ass? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Uh oh. Former listener seven one seven is gonna get real mad. I talked about Donald Trump's <laughs> dumpy ass. Uh, I'm allowed to say ass, right, without it being explicit? Just not 14 times in a row. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) so now we know that uh, Dr. Dan Aykroyd has an issue with his mother-in-law and J. Edgar Hoover's nether backside. There, so I don't swear. Badunkadunk. Uh, Badunkadunk, (laughs) yes, thank you. (laughs) That Trump got a badunkadunk. Whoopity-scoop, (laughs) poopity-doop. Oh, oh, Kanye. Anyway, (laughs) we're getting way off track here. So then there's Alexa and Doug have this little romantic thing oh, they start building. That's just, beautiful. I mean, hey. Sure. I want them to be there's happy. There's someone for everyone. This is true. <laughs> Even walking offensive stereotype characters like exactly. Alexa. You know, hey, hey, there you go. Uh, that we hint. Uh, then um, Adam Sandler, he decides he's going to leave because Lucy breaks up with him. She doesn't want to drag him down. He goes on a boat trip. The dad comes over and brings him a Beach Boy CD. And this sound clip is amazing. Clip number eight. The Beach Boys. How nice of that man to give me a CD that will remind me of all the wonderful times I shared with his daughter. What an asshole! That might be my favorite moment in the entire movie. Every single time I hear that Beach Boys song, I think of this scene. Does it ruin the song for you or enhance no, it? No, it enhances it so much more. And I have to sing it like, like Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be nice? Just like that. So while everybody is happy listening to Wouldn't It Be Nice <laughs> to that song, you, you just are fake crying in your car. Can yes. you give us that rendition again? <laughs> Do it with me. So ridiculous. Oh, I love it. How many I times have I... What if people just didn't realize that I sweat underneath my eyes and I've just started to... I figured it out Sunday and I'm just... I'm just How unfortunate. <laughs> that's what happens. So then there's a really sweet... Um, so they destroy all the evidence. We forgot that that she. Oh, uh, I yes. forgot. Sorry. She takes that out leap. all the stuff from her journal about him and erases her from his life, Eternal Sunshine style. Yes. You know? And yes. Uh, great movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of sad, you know. And then he realizes in that moment when he's singing that she's at the institute singing again, and it's because she's starting to remember him. Mm-hmm. And so, what do we find out? Amy, tell us. I love tell this us, what do we part find out? because he goes back uh-huh. and she looks at him and he asks, "Do you remember me?" And she says. No. And then you're thinking, great, no, it's over. It's all a lie. And then she said, but I want to show you something. Bam! She takes him into this art room or something. Okay, maybe not millions. A bajillion 
paintings. <laughs> Not millions, <laughs> but a bajillion. Paintings of him. And it's funny because there's one. I'll wait until mm-hmm. you finish just in case I'm too funny. Um, <laughs> I was ready for it. I was ready. With the egg. Oh, yeah. Which, because they make a joke about his head being shaped like an egg. Yep, yep. So as someone with a large dome myself, I, I feel his pain. Yes. But it's a cute it's scene. It's nice. And they're all very nicely done. Yeah. They're all different versions, like different styles oh, yeah. of paintings. Can know? we talk about how the costume design for her is like this gorgeous kind of like <gasps> oh, Asian-inspired dress? And then yeah. he's in just a dumpy, like, T-shirt and shorts. I think <laughs> I feel like he just came out of his trailer exactly. and was like, Well, we're going to shoot today. Skippy-doo. You know? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it seem like that? Like, it, they're like, oh, we forgot Adam's wardrobe. What's he wearing? His own stuff. His own stuff. That's what he's wearing. His wardrobe from Billy Madison. He wears basketball shorts. He wears cargo shirts yeah. and really ugly shirts. He, just button down he never shirts. steps it up. Drew never. Barrymore looks adorable and classy in every scene. Yes. He just... He just looks like a college kid from 97. He's like, whatever. She's going <laughs> to forget about me. the Dave Matthews band. That's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. What, what are we doing on time? All right. We're going to go a couple more minutes, if that's okay, Steve. Are we cool? I want to just finish he this up. He didn't say yes. He didn't, so. say, he didn't say no. <laughs> I can't verify that he said no. Hey. Hey. So then um, the, the, she wakes up, and uh, he has a new video he's made for her, and we find out she, that they got married. Yeah. Which is super cute. And then frickin' Ula has to ruin the moment again. Can we play clip number 10? Rula, Ula, the worst wedding officiant ever. Do you honestly take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold, from this day forth, as long as you both shall live? I do. Aww. Really? Even though in like 10, 15 years, she could possibly let herself go and then like... Sex could be, like, nauseating for you. What are you, not your wife's right over there? I just can't eat Moo Moo. <laughs> Jesus, and his wife's nickname, his nickname for his mom is Moo Moo. Oh! Yeah, it's it's a funny moment, but kind of undercuts the adorableness of their of their moment a little bit. But then you start that over the rainbow song. And that immediately. And that version with Israel... Very long name that yes. I cannot pronounce. It's at least fourteen vowels. Yes, it's like thirty letters. It's, it's everyone's wheel of fortune nightmare. <laughs> oh God! Can I buy a vowel? Yes, there's seventy-two more. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just know he has a lovely voice. It's very See, angelic. Here's the thing, though, with that movie, like first of all, he has to continue editing it with bigger mm-hmm. life events, which he doesn't add. <laughs> That's the thing. I get that they want it to be a surprise for us. Yeah. But the the kid is like five. He had time to edit. <laughs> but maybe he didn't have connection, you know, like I don't know what kind of software he was using to edit. He it was needed VHS, it, it looked like. So but like how do you edit and that and was him. I get that they wanted the audience to be like, Oh my god, they have a kid, but I was like, Yo, you were super lazy after the wedding. Like yeah. you just oh. neglected your duties of of catching her up on her life. Well, and just imagine her waking up every single day like, oh my gosh, I got fat. Oh, wait, I'm having a baby. Yeah. Oh, unless, why didn't you put that in the video? Unless maybe she continues watching it when they cut away and there's like four and a half. But also, how okay. long is this video? I know. The older she gets, it's going <laughs> to be like two hours la- Five Nine. hours later. <laughs> eight hours later. And every then day she- is like a, by the time she's like in her 40s, it's like a 20 hour video. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, I only have two hours to, to spend the day. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
We just made fun. I keep ruining 50 first dates for Amy. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. So they have a daughter, and it's adorable. Uh, we have to wrap up now, because my wife is teaching a yoga class tonight, and I have, to, I have to go run home to that. You didn't need to know that. Oh, we got our winner, though. Duh. Hold on. We got our winner for our, our randomly selected. I just scrolled down Twitter and selected one of the people who followed at Guilty Movie Guys and at MX4D underscore global uh, to see Solo this weekend in MX4D. Eddie Ramirez Woo! at Raider underscore 31003. I assume you were born in the year 31003 and you came back in time. That's what I'm going to guess. But you tagged your buddy at Marshall <laughs> underscore Cleveland, or CLE. I hope he doesn't leave, live in Cleveland because the, the theater is in, in Hollywood. But anyways, hey, congrats, you won. So tw- we'll tweet you out, too, just in case you aren't watching right now. But uh, every week, MX4D has given me tickets to give away to you guys. So keep looking at Twitter and all that good stuff because that's where I put it. Uh, until sounded weird. Anyways, <laughs> until next time, Amy, where can they find you? All social media, at Amy Cassandra, MTZ, and everywhere. Just awesome. follow me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, I really appreciate it. It was awesome you. having you. You are welcome back anytime. Awesome. And, you too. Oh, there we go. I want to come on Marvel Movie News sometime. <gasps> oh my gosh. I would love yeah. to be on Marvel yeah, Movie yeah. News. Yeah. Until next time, you can find me at the Ben Begley, at Guilty Movie Guys on Twitter and Instagram, and also at Parents vs. Baby. As my wife and I, we have a comedy parenting blog, so check that out. Until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 